You would think that Callie has never been to college or to a party because she failed at the most basic college slash party etiquette test. But here's my problem. We're not in college and we aren't at a party. I am a grown woman and I am married. I, we, we ordered a pizza the other night. We're still at the beach. So uh, it was the night we arrived and Callie took her slice. And we always get pizzas half and half. I like meat on my pizza. Callie just likes cheese. So she reached in and took of the eight slices of pizza, right? Slices one, two, three, and four all had meat on them. Five, six, seven, and eight all did not have meat on it. So she should have taken piece number five or piece number eight that borders one of the meat pieces, but she didn't. She took piece, piece number six or seven, like right out of the middle. it looked better. There was more evenly distributed cheese on it. It's just not the way, because now I either have to take a, whatever piece that I take, it's going to leave two giant gaps unless I sacrifice part of my stomach inventory and have a, a cheese piece. I think you're making way too big of a deal out of it. I think that we are intimate in our relationship and that's something you can do. You can choose your own slice of pizza when you're not at a party. It's just, you just, you don't take a brownie out of the middle of the pan. When you're married, you do. You don't. You don't take a piece of cake no, out of the middle. No, you know what I do? I cut off the edges, give them to you, and then I eat the middle. So anyways, huge pizza etiquette violation, real strain on our marriage, but she's knocked up. So I'll let her stay. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the store Target because whenever you need anything, Target has it. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Waves. Yesterday, we issued the challenge, find something that you take for granted that you're actually really grateful for. Um, mine was reliable cars. It should have been high-speed internet because this condo that we have rented is beautiful. You can hear the waves crashing if you open the window in the bedroom. It's a five-minute walk to the beach. There's a big patio that it has a nice breeze and you can look down into, into one of the sand dunes and see tortoises or turtles or something and an occasional and bunny. The only thing it doesn't have is decent internet. It has... I, I think I had better luck when I was living at my parents' house and it was the thing that, that squealed. And then mom or dad would pick up the phone and screw up your whole connection. Mm -hmm. I hate the internet in this place and I should have taken, and that's my thing. We've driven, we've recorded the show every day and then we drive uh, about two miles away to a Starbucks and park in the parking lot and upload it from there. Because- Thank you, Starbucks. Yeah, because if you do it from the house, from this condo, it takes, it takes- the first night, Jeff was pulling his hair out. Well, it took so long, it ended up timing out. And here's the other side of that. 
there, and this is where where I'm going with this. The I'm not just complaining. I realized like an hour ago that all the voicemails that you have left for us over the past three days have not downloaded to my computer. So Jeff's like, oh my God, we have not gotten any voicemails. Our show is over. Everyone hates us. We, it's done. We're done. We're done. No one cares. And, And I don't, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be so doomsday about stuff, but I think, I really do think Callie nailed it. My most recent job, uh, was so the environment was just so high pressure. And so you're doing everything wrong, even though I felt like I was doing everything right, Mm -hmm. that I have some, I have a level of paranoia. You do have a level of paranoia and it's funny because in our house, so we own this business together. Um, and literally we'll have a week where Jeff is like, Oh my God, I'm really worried. What are we going to do about the future? How are we going to stay in this? How are we going to grow this? Well, the next week he's like, Hey, look, we got a check today. Everything's great. Everything's awesome. Our business is doing so well. Can you believe that we've done this in nine months? And so, but it's funny because it depends on the week as to which Jeff you're going to get. Are you going to get paranoid? Oh my gosh. Why did we do this? Everything's in flames, Jeff. Or are you going to get, Oh my gosh, this is the best decision we ever made. I can't believe this is our job and I can't believe we have our own business. And it's one or the other. There's never really a middle ground. It's either, Oh my gosh, everything is horrible or Oh my gosh, on top of the world. I need to, to pre to take the lessons that I preach because I know I've talked on this show before about the staying power of negative energy and how it it lives longer than positive energy. Mm-hmm. So the the show where we announced our the gender of our baby which was about 2 3 weeks ago, the show where we announced that was our highest show of all time. It was crazy. Over 150,000 people listened to The Upside that day. It was amazing. That is a, that number fries my brain. 150,000 people. Oh my gosh. Amazing. And then, you know, and, and, and we, every other day we do fine, but that day it was like, whoa. But I feel like that whoa only lasts for the 24 hours. And then the next day when we're down to like whatever our normal number is, 20,000 people or whatever, then it's like, yeah, that was neat. Well, and then Jeff starts researching. Right. Why? What happened? Maybe maybe it was a fluke. Maybe that number's not real. Jeff literally called our numbers company and was like, these can't be right. They're too high. Like you're such a sabotager, self-sabotager. So my question is, if you own your own business, if you own... If you have left corporate America in any sense and started your own business, when does the fear of it all going away, go away? Like, when do you just be comfortable with, because for, for since I was 18 years old, 19, 20 years old, whenever I had my first full-time radio job, I got a paycheck every other week. I've never not gotten a paycheck every other week. That's the comfort I know. Now, 
with technically a, you're still getting a paycheck every other week. It's just coming from your wife. Right. But that that's just a, that's, that's a paperwork thing. It was a joke. Oh, but no, but I mean, it's a thing. It's just a thing. Like that's just a paperwork thing. What I'm talking about is like the money that's coming in to continue to grow the business. Right. Do you ever get used to the fact that some months you, you do fine and other months you don't do as fine but then the month after that, you do double fine. So it all averages out to be fine. Like, do you ever get over that? Call us and let us know if you own your own business and you can provide some insight for Jeff. 800-434-5454. Or totally fry my brain and just don't call. Just do not ever call again. And I will. Please don't do that to Jeff. Or he's <laughs> going to go crazy and I'm the one that has to live with him. And just please don't do that to me. <laughs> uh, thank you in advance for your advice. And, listen, and listening to my stupid rant, rant, vent. My stupid rent. That's a rant meets a vent. Awesome. Um, I don't know if you've ever run into this problem. I run into this problem constantly. I'm the one that does the show notes and then I type up the show notes for Jeff, but then I also put them on our website. So I am in two different places that do spell check and we use the word positivity a lot, right? Cause that's one of like the foundations of our show. Um, attainable positivity that is as opposed to toxic positivity, which we discussed yesterday. Um, positivity does not recognize in spell check. It says in spell check every single time, that's not a word. Oh, and it, it drives the- me freaking up the wall. And you know what else I noticed? It recognizes negativity as a word. And I feel like this might be my new platform. Like who we got to talk to over at Microsoft Word and Google to get this as a word. It's uh, so. Does it underline it in red and yes. wa- want you to change it to a different word, or yes. does it not give you any options to Doesn't change? Doesn't give it? you any options. Oh, I just think that's so negative. Have you Googled it? To Full s- of negativity. Have you Googled it to see I the actually, word positivity is very negative? <laughs> I actually, I actually have. I Googled it, and Merriam-Webster says, "Okay, yes, it's the thing." Yes, it's a word. It is a word. Yeah. But it is also a thing that people are uproared and crazy about because people feel like instead of using the word positivity, you should use a different tense of it. You should use the word positive and just rearrange your sentence around it. Um, So that's kind of the controversy. But Merriam-Webster has an article on it on their website that literally says, yes, it's a word. And just because you don't like the way it looks doesn't make it not a word. Like just like you don't like how your car runs. You don't say, well, it's not a car. Well, yes, it is a car. Maybe you don't like the way it drives, but it's still a car. So their point was, um, yes, it's a word. It's actually been around since the 17th century and it is older than the word negativity. So why negativity is embraced, we don't know. So what is, So how would you rearrange the sentence to not use the word positivity? Like, like we use the phrase attainable positivity. So would you say like a positive energy that you could... Well, okay. Well, I am not a, yeah, I, I am not a, an expert, but here is what someone else said. The internet is filled with grammar police. So, um, someone said, I saw a quote on good morning America starting the year with positivity. I feel like that they should have said starting the year being positive. Oh, so it's like that kind of thing. But if negativity is a word, we need positivity to be a word. You know what I mean? Like stop encouraging people to write 
discouraging people from writing the word positivity. That's Every, how I feel. This is my new thing. I'm going to start a change.org petition. Everybody. Oh God, <laughs> please don't. I won't. I'm just uh, um, everybody needs a platform and this could be yours. This could be my platform. Be, it really is kind of ridiculous though. Don't you think? Be positive about positivity, positive positivity. Don't, don't be negative about positivity. That should be your sign for Microsoft. Okay. Uh, let's say thank you to the sponsors who make sure that this show gets to you every single week. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes that are going to allow you to explore new skills or deepen passions that you already have. Maybe you just get lost in your creativity. When I had an idea for a business, it took probably six to nine months for me to even think about moving forward because I didn't know how to design my own website or even get started. Well, Skillshare has a class for that. You can build your website with Shopify and Adobe Portfolio, no coding involved, and Skillshare is going to teach you how to do that. They have professionals from every different facet of whatever you could want to know from design. Maybe it's illustration. Maybe it's building your own website. Maybe it's an interior design class. Whatever you are thinking you want to foster in yourself, they have a class for that. Take your hobbies and passions to the next level. Add a skill to your business. Maybe you want to work on a skill for working from home. They have everything at your fingertips. When you go to Skillshare.com upside, that link is going to give you two free months of a premium membership. Again, go to Skillshare.com upside and get two free months of a premium membership. Here's a fun fact about Upside partner Duke Cannon. They partner with active duty military to develop new ideas and review products. So if the items don't meet the high standards of soldiers, well, it just doesn't happen. So when you buy Duke Cannon, you're buying an American-made product that's been tested by some of the greatest Americans. They've got products for dads this Father's Day, including Duke Cannon's Patriot Collection. This is soap. That's three times the size of common soap. This is soap for men that has Budweiser beer in the product. Yeah, it doesn't smell like beer. It smells like cedarwood, but there's actual Budweiser beer in the product. And the design of the packaging, it's to emulate the folds of honor limited edition Budweiser cans. Right now, they got some great Father's Day specials happening. You can go to dukecannon.com. That's D-U-K-E-C-A-N-N-O-N.com. Use the promo code UPSIDE. You'll get 10% off your entire order. That's dukecannon.com. Promo code is UPSIDE. Free shipping with orders over $20. The first step is the hardest, right? Usually that applies to therapy too. It is so hard to find someone and then how do you start? And then right now, like, can you even go into anyone's offices? Okay, well, don't worry about any of that because BetterHelp has you covered. Here's what you wanna do. You wanna go to betterhelp.com slash upside. Fill out a couple of questions about yourself and they're gonna hook you up with one of their licensed professional counselors. They have thousands, okay? They're gonna hook you up with who they think is the best fit for you. And you can get started with therapy over the phone or video chat or text message. And if you're not completely satisfied with the first person they match you with, they will hook you up with someone else. No questions asked, no awkward conversations here. Okay. If you've been thinking about therapy, I highly recommend it. It has changed my life and it can change yours too. 
Get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. All right, here are my three random things for today. Uh, First, our favorite TV show, Callie, that we watched every week has been canceled. Live PD is gone. Womp, womp. I Uh, am really sad. Also, the TV show Cops is gone after 31 years. I didn't years. even know Cops was still on. I'm not going to lie to you. Either did I. The only time I ever saw Cops was in uh, hotel rooms, and it was always reruns. It was just one on of those. On like a local channel. Yeah. It was never nationally like a syndicate. Yeah. Which, I and the thing that blo- seriously had no clue that that show was still on TV. The, the thing that blows my mind about the TV show Cops is that means that song by Inner Circle, bad boys, bad boys, what you going to do? What you got? Because they're the real winners of that show. That that song has been around for 30, 31 years. They, I'm sure, get a huge fat mailbox check for that song. Uh, but yep, cops and, and live PD. Um, I I I'm bummed because I think more so than cop. I'm not bummed about cops because just because I haven't seen it in a decade. But live PD. I'm bummed because I think Live PD had an opportunity to change itself to show the positive side, the more positive side of law enforcement. But I can completely understand why they had to take a hiatus. I'm bummed it's canceled, but I understand it. I think... You know, I'm here's kind of the way I feel about quote unquote armchair experts about this kind of thing. Um, And my viewpoint is I'm really bummed because I really liked the show. I thought it was cool seeing a different side of cops and law enforcement that I had no idea. I also like the um, first responder show that they have. Now it shows behind the scenes of um, first responders. And I think that's really neat because that's something that I've never seen before either. But is that going away like live rescue? Okay. Um, so I think live rescue, I do like the hosts on live PD better than live rescue, but, um, it's just cool for me as an outsider. I have no family in law enforcement. I have no, so it's kind of a different perspective for me. And that's why I like the show. Um, but look, it's the number one rated show on that network. It has made a and E, um, a top rated network because of that show. There is no one there that is taking it lightly, canceling their number one show. So that said, I think when you start to come down on networks for making decisions like, like decisions like that, know that they're not like, oh, we have to cancel it. Okay. Like it's not a hasty decision. Like they have all the facts and they there, know. There were a lot of meetings and a there lot of memos. There a lot of meetings lot, about yeah. stuff like that. There's a lot of smart people talking it over. And if they canceled their number one show, they have an important reason for doing it. I don't think, I think people think that, executives make those kinds of decisions lightly. And trust me, your number one moneymaker, you're not taking that lightly at all. Cause that also means you have to go to all your sponsors and say, Hey, we're taking the show off and right. that's your money. That's how TV makes money is their advertisers. So, um, and their ratings. So anyways, I think it's important to recognize and that goes for really anything before you decide to be an expert on something. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. We don't know everything that happened. We can only speculate and speculation is really dangerous. So, um, you know, 
just just know that somebody that really knows what's going on and has all the facts made the decision and it is what it is. Um, you, you have to have a sense of humor about it because I did see some of the posts about live PD being, being canceled. Also um, in the news, NASCAR has banned the Confederate flag. Uh, COVID, the virus is, is starting to come back. So, um, and then obviously everything going on related to Black Lives Matter and whatever. And all of this stuff, all of these newsworthy events happening, my Facebook feed is just filled with experts in every single area. Oh my area. gosh, so many experts. I love how you... I've got... <laughs> Jeff was reading comments on the NASCAR stuff and was like, I'm so glad there's so many constitutional experts around here. I never knew that, you know, everyone that I knew sure. was so... Um, constitutional experts, um, disease experts, um, historians on race relations, uh, police TV show experts, you know, TV, like everything, like all everybody's an expert. Yeah. You're allowed to have an opinion, but I just, but you're also allowed to say like, Hey, I'm no expert here. Here's kind of what I think. Um, you know, cause you're allowed to have an opinion. Good for sure. you. You yes. should have an opinion. I encourage you to do research and form your own opinions. That's a beautiful thing that we're allowed to do in this country is have our own opinions. It's fabulous. But, um, acting like you're an expert on anything. We, it's the same thing we were talking about yesterday with toxic positivity, like acting like you have all the answers. Like nobody has all the answers, like be a human being. I have all <laughs> the answers about how to properly eat a pizza. You just won't listen to me. You are so off base on that. My second random thing for today. Uh, this one is just for you, Callie. Uh, when all added, when it's all added up, the average person will waste one year of their life looking for stuff. The top four items that we search for are keys, wallets, the remote control, and our phones. Phone is number one for me every yeah. time. I I. It, it's every single time for me. And I, I don't really lose my keys. Like I put my keys in the same place. My phone is with me all the time. So wherever I go, it goes and that's how it gets lost. I don't understand when you lose your phone. Sometimes you go from like right before we left to come to the beach, you were in the bathroom. You like not going to the bathroom, but like you were I was packing your, up my toiletries. And yeah, stuff. whatever. And your phone was on the bathroom counter because you were texting with somebody and then you walked to the kitchen and said, where's my phone? I can't find my phone. And you looked everywhere for it. And then you went back and it was in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, eye contact, uh, according to the secrets of sexual body language. If you want to attract a man while you're wearing a mask, use your eyes. You have to hold a man's gaze long enough to get him interested but briefly enough to leave him wanting more. Experts say that three to four seconds is how long you look at a man for. Then you avert your eyes for two to three seconds longer than that. That so, is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So you look at a man for four seconds, then you look away for six to seven that seconds. That is ridiculous. And then, uh, and then the man will be interested uh, in you. It says that timing makes... Uh, the eye contact, the most unable to resist. That's stupid. You think about <laughs> that is so stupid. I feel bad for single people who have to flirt if they're wearing masks because you have to not be weird and you have to communicate using your words. 
I did it the other, I mean, not flirting, but I was at the, when we were at the car place the other day and I realized, um, at the car place when we were there, cause I'm the one that picked up the car, there was oh, a guy you behind me fixed? and I looked at him and smiled. And then I realized, oh, he can't see me smiling at him. So unless I say words, he's going to think I'm such a weirdo and a jerk. So I was like, Hey, how are you? I forget that I can't, you know, oh, cause you had a mask you can't on see me smiling, but I was just smiling at you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Use your words, people use Yeesh. your words. So we were <laughs> at the beach yesterday and we're, there's this super fit, like woman and she looked amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, after this baby, I'm going to get, I'm going to, that is the shape that I'm going to be in. And she looked so awesome. And we were both like creepily staring at her. I'm like, I want to look like that, Jeff. I want to look like that. Cause she was so toned. She looked like, she looked great. Then um, we're sitting and every guy knows that when, uh, the woman you're with says that it gives you a free pass to check out another girl's butt. Yeah. Like you're allowed to, because she said that, uh, bonus points when you say you already look like that. <laughs> um, I didn't say that. Did I, you did not, but I'm pregnant. So it's, it's a little different. Like, of course I don't have, but I did, apps. I did tell you that that woman, that ideal is probably pretty unreasonable because I think that girl was probably 19 years old. Yeah. Bodies are just different when you're a teenager. And then, you know, everyone used to say to me, cause I used to be like super, super tiny, tiny. And, um, I would eat everything in sight. I was just like a ballet dancer and a super tiny human. And people used to always say to me, Oh, you just wait, it'll catch up to you. Um, and you know, it, it didn't until I was a bit older, but, um, you know, yeah, I'm not, my body is not 19 anymore and I don't need to be 19 looking anymore. I just thought she looked toned and good. So we were talking about that for a second. And and, then and I we do were, think to say that to the guys though, I do think you have an obligation. If your woman points out somebody that they want to look like, I think, you know, handle it however you think it's best for your relationship. But if it's a complete, if, if she's pointing it out an 18 year old girl, like you can't, you have to acknowledge like, you know, that girl's um, a little bit young. She's, she's in that phase where she probably had, you know, McDonald's for lunch and. Or yeah. you just say, I like your butt better. Yeah. That, I like that your too. butt. Um, yeah. It's so funny. Jeff used to look at pictures of me and he's like, you had no curves. Like Jeff likes curves. So yeah. All good. Um, so that's it. We were sitting there talking about that for a minute. And then we're sitting in our lounge chairs and Jeff is like, oh my gosh. Cause we were just talking about, I was like, I want to look like her. Just like, you know what I want you to be like that woman. And he points to this woman, this woman, she's got to be in her seventies. My mom's like 64. So she's definitely way older than my mom. She was older than your mom. She was, I would say, I would guess that she was probably 70. No, older. 75? Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's 75. She walks down to the beach by herself carrying a boogie board and like her whatever. She takes her shawl off. She goes by herself. She's not with kids. She's not with grandkids. She's totally solo and does like 15 minutes worth of boogie boarding in the ocean. And Jeff was like, I don't care about the gym girl, but oh my God, please be like that <laughs> You're in your 70s. The awesomeness. He thought it was so awesome. He's like, that's who I want to be married to at 70. Like, not the gym girl, that that woman right there. 
the awesomeness, the swagger which she walked down to the beach, the fact that she went in. And I mean, there's kids all over the place, you know, playing and boogie boarding or whatever. And she just walks out there. And I'm guessing it was her fitness for the day. Oh, I'm sure it was. Because the waves were pretty rough. So it was like knocking you around so pretty rough, good. So rough, I would not go in today. Yeah. And this woman just marched straight out there and she would catch a wave and take it all the way in and pick up her board, walk back out, kick over some waves, wait till the right one came along, ride it back in. Age 75. She was the boogie board and grandma. She was awesome. She was super awesome. Good for her. And I bet that's like a better workout than I get most days. <laughs> Uh, all right. I want to ask you, because you always ask me on a scale of one to 10, how are you doing this week? I'm like a nine this week. Well, of course you are. We've been sleeping with a the natural sounds of the ocean. We have. We've left the door open in our condo. Like it has a screen um, door and we, we leave the door open, but the screen door closed. And so we can hear the ocean and we usually have a noisemaker. So it's like taking the place of our natural noisemaker and I've taken um, a little step back from social. So that was good. Now we're at the beach. I'm good. I, um, the pregnancy is good. Things with us are good. I'm good this week. Um, I think the beginning of this week, uh, like since we last checked in, like I was really weird last week and over the weekend and even you were so weird last week. I was just off. It was just a week. And I know that I'm not the only one because a few people have brought it up on social media, like something about the past like two weeks, people have just been off for chunks and uh, which I think is fine. You know, the, the world's going through a lot of stuff right now and um, there are a lot of things to, to be concerned about. So uh, I think that's allowed. And so uh, the first half of this week, I was coming out of that. But s the past 72 hours, I think I'm at a nine. I think it's important to acknowledge that last week I, I said I was a two or three. So that I think it goes to show that you can quickly f go from one emotion to another. You can also be a two for weeks and weeks. Um but there's always hope that your number is going to change. Like feelings are usually temporary. You know what I mean? Like when you're in a funk and if it's not temporary, that would be the time that I would encourage you to, to speak to someone. Cause I've been in a period where things never got above a two or a three. And that was when I was like, you know what? I need help with this. Cause I don't want to be a three all the time anymore. But I think it's total. if you're feeling two or three this week, you could be a nine next week. And if I, I mean, we are lucky enough to have the time and the finances to make a last minute trip to the beach. But I do think that there is something about changing your scenery. Yes. So it doesn't have to be a week at the beach. You, if you can go out for a walk somewhere where you don't normally go for a walk, if you're feeling funky, sometimes just the, the visual reset, especially if it's someplace that's beautiful, like a part, like a lush park or near some water. One or of my girlfriends was having a really hard week a couple weeks ago, and she drove an hour outside of Atlanta to go to some random state park and just hike. Just she go was for like, a hike. And she was like, it's so good for the soul. Yeah. So just recharging yourself like that. So uh, hopefully you are having a good week. Uh, let us know on Facebook. Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Callie and Jeff. And we have a group that exists for listeners of The Upside. 
where we all hang out and talk about stuff that we talk about on the show and share cool, cool stuff to uh, put us in a good mood. And that group is facebook.com slash groups slash Callie and Jeff. Both of those are linked from our show notes. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Not a lot to report on the baby front this week, except uh, Callie wakes up every day convinced that her stomach is bigger than it was the day before. Well, you can't feel how it feels. I know, but like, I just think it's funny that every- It is bigger every day. Literally, yeah, it's getting bigger every day and I can feel it growing. Like I can feel my skin stretching. It's weird. And uh, the books say that she is the size of a dill pickle this week. So Jeff's been walking around calling me a pickle jar. Pickle jar. And um, Callie got a little sunburn the other day. So I said uh, fried pickle. Made a lot of pickle jokes. A lot of pickle jokes. Got a, pick, got a pickle insider. Got a lot of pickle jokes out of the way this week. So that's good. And uh, we're very excited because in the next week or two is when, according to the books, Callie might start to feel her move. And she's Callie's very concerned that it'll be mistaken for a fart. No, I'm not. I have never once said that. Yeah, that's what you, but you're thinking it. No, I'm really not. What is it with you and pregnancy and farts? Like, what are you waiting? Why are you so obsessed with farts? I'm not. Is that a guy thing? Or I'm not a- obsessed with it. I'm just trying to do what the book says. I ask you about your farts. It says that you might have It some- said that once. I'm just checking in with you. Just trying to be a caring daddy. Please don't say that. Hey guys, this is Courtney from Ackworth. Um, I am listening to episode 280 and you were talking about the way you remember to spell things. I have to do that with the word significant. Sign if I can't. Um, I'm a pretty good speller overall, but for whatever reason, I have to use that every single time. So just that I call and add that one to the list. Uh, love you guys. Thank you for everything you do. Father's Day is a week from Sunday. Have you found the perfect present for dad? How about StoryWorth? It is such a meaningful gift. And not only dad is going to enjoy it, the entire family is going to benefit from this. Every week, StoryWorth is going to email dad a different story prompt, a question, something about his past or his upbringing, a story from his youth or a story from how he met your mom, whatever. And he'll answer that. All of those stories will be combined and then produced into a book. The book can be given to every single family member. It is a great way to bond with dad, and it is a great Father's Day gift. You can give your dad the most meaningful gift for $10 off without the need for shipping. It gets sent right to his email. Go to storyworth.com slash upside. $10 off your first purchase is waiting for you just because you're an upside listener. Storyworth.com slash upside for the most fun and meaningful way to engage with your whole family and to make dad feel really, really special this Father's Day. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Ashley from Vegas. You guys are talking about words you have to say out loud or say funny to spell. Every time, Wednesday for Wednesday and February. Every time in your head when you write those down. If you don't say that to yourself, you might be a psychopath for sure. All right, have a good day, guys. Bye. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Claire. I'm listening to the episode where you're talking about picky eaters. So my mother-in-law doesn't eat foods that are orange. 
doesn't eat any orange foods, with the exception of carrots, because apparently carrots are supposed to be orange. So you heard me right. Oranges are not supposed to be orange, but carrots are. So she'll eat those, but no other orange foods. So she has three children. One will only eat steak and pasta. He's a fisherman who doesn't eat fish, but he'll eat only steak and pasta. The other one doesn't eat fruit or vegetables. He hates fruit and vegetables, including the best, like strawberries, watermelon, bananas, hates them all. The third is my husband, and I've been working on him for a long time, and we have gotten a long way, and I'm only working on cheese. He won't eat cheese, but he is pretty much great on everything else. So lesson for everybody, your kids pick up on this. So if you don't want your kids to be picky eaters, you're going to have to bear with it and just go for it and embrace all the foods because I don't like being married to a picky eater. Okay, thanks for all you do. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jess. This is Amy from Pulaski, Tennessee. You're talking about pregnancy burns. So I remember after having my baby, sitting there and crying, thinking that I was going to be stupid forever. <laughs> but it's just because my job requires a very broad vocabulary. And the entire time I was pregnant and three to four months after I had my baby, I could not think of any word I wanted to. So pregnancy brain is real and it's terrible. Uh, I have had Comcast or now Xfinity for over a decade and have streamed everything without cable and only had the internet. So, yes, you can totally take cable out of there and they will pretend every year that your contract's up and that it's going to be cheaper to add cable. But if you keep getting transferred, you can actually get the price for just your security system and just your streaming modem. And then you'll stream everything you want. And now Xfinity has their own little app where you can kind of pick your channels. They'll try to convince you to do that. But just know you have to have a Roku to do that. So don't fall for it if you don't have a Roku. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Chelsea. Um, so I was listening to the podcast about how there's no longer the need to have two spaces after a period. Uh, the reason has to do with the reason we don't do that anymore has to do with the reason it, it existed to begin with. Um, when when we were using typewriters, the period um, key often would get worn out. And so people would type a period and it wouldn't actually show up on the page. And so this double space existed as another way to signify the end of that thought or sentence. Um, now that we are, you know, ha- have a more reliable period, um, there's not there's not a need to do it. So we, that, that is why we don't uh, double space anymore. Um, thanks so much for everything you do. Love the show. Bye-bye. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, the human race. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as a human being. It's time to get over this thing, and we best get over it pretty soon.